quick question. What what is it? I'm blanking on like when you die and your shit is in the newspaper. So it's obituary. The obituary. Oh, fuck. So it's, oh, fuck. <laughs> You're not even close. <laughs> That's gonna be the start of this episode. I'm excited. I spent. I, t- I did it. I did it all nighter last night. So I'm. I'm, run, I'm running on fumes. Oh damn. <laughs> oh man. Going hard over here. Yeah. Fucking party hardy. <laughs> party hardy. It's a one man party. <laughs> <laughs> Having fun with yourself. Um. All right. This is the back to back happy hour. Our opportunity to talk about anything film or TV related or whatever. Even if it's not, we'll talk about it if we want to because we do what we want. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's kick it off with something. I don't know. We'll kick it off with glass just because glass is kind of what people are talking about a lot. Um, Apparently, it's getting some negative reviews. And. there's a lot of hype built around glass. I feel like so I'm a little. I wonder if it's like, is it was it overhyped and people were disappointed, or like, is it just genuinely bad? Because like I've seen the trailers for it, but like, I didn't really care that much. It was never like I've never I've actually haven't seen Unbreakable. So him did you being see on my re- Split? I haven't seen Split. No, I haven't seen Split. Okay, Split seems like it was kind of cool though, because it was kind of like more like thriller, thriller. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Unbreakable, and I actually enjoyed Unbreakable, and then I started Split, but I was about 25 minutes in, and I was watching it on HBO, like, uh, it's, like, streaming service, and it Mm -hmm. fucking just would just glitch the fuck out, and I couldn't watch it, and then, and then it, (laughs) it got out, like, it, they, you know how they take movies off of its service and then they get yeah, yeah yeah then it went away and I never I never watched it but I was pissed because I was like it was actually kind of interesting like I was like oh this is kind of cool but I never finished it so if it pops up on like Prime or something I'll probably check it out or if I see it like in a you know Blu-ray bin for two bucks or whatever I'll you know I'll check it out but, oh yeah yeah but uh, yeah I feel like they take those down for like the sequel like when this one came out. They like right. pull it from the streaming services so people can like pay for it on YouTube or something. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm feeling like they'll probably have like a thing, you know, unbreakable and split combo pack, you know, at Walmart Blu ray for six bucks. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but so I am kind of curious about Glass. But the thing is, is I know the spoiler of what happens at the end of Split. You know, because oh, glass yeah. because glass is now a thing. But also I forgot what it was. People I it, just told me. You know what I mean? Like right. I was at work and like I had like four different people tell me. I'm like, oh fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well for those who care still, who haven't seen Split, we're gonna spoil it right here. But Keith, the the spoiler was that it's uh, a sequel to Unbreakable. So that's that was the twist at the end. Of right, Split. I knew that, but I didn't know exactly. I'm reading here now specifically how they revealed that twist, but I, I knew that the there was a t- twist that connected it back into it. Right, right, uh, and it is just it's like one of those little uh, like and like one of those Marvel scenes like after the credits type of thing where it's like it's just like a little outro that says mm-hmm. like hey, <laughs> by the way, Bruce Willis was watching all this on t- television or, or whatever. <laughs> Um, 
but yeah, I, I guess uh, I, I have some thoughts on on this uh, specifically. Share them with us, please. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I like. Uh, I mean, I, I'm a big Shyamalan fan. You know, he he did have his little dip in there, but um, but even in his dip, I still like have an appreciation for for all of his movies and not really not none of his movies except for six cents have been well regarded that's what um, i've noticed yeah and so i i guess i just don't like i i feel like a lot of people are like in panic mode for you know for glass because it's not getting good reviews and they were all excited but like this is not this is totally normal for the guy and his movies you know <laughs> that a lot of people don't like them and I, I, it's I think it's just one of those things where some people love him and some people hate him. You know, it's I, like I think he's a he's a pretty divisive filmmaker, uh, and uh, you know, it's kind of like harkening back to uh, the mother conversation that you guys had. I wasn't on that episode, but it's like this didn't get mother didn't get good reviews, but it has so many passionate lovers of the film that it's still I think worth watching for from uh multiple people and for mm-hmm. and just Shyamalan as a filmmaker is kind of like that in in my eyes so i guess i just don't really care if it's bad reviews because he's he's uh he's such a nice uh nice little filmmaker guy it always seems like his they take a little while to simmer and then you get kind of what you're looking for you know what i mean like yeah I mean, that's unbreakable for you. Like when it came out, uh, superheroes weren't really a big thing, and he did something that you would see like after a big superhero m- movement. That you know, kind of like kind of like Logan. Like Logan was this uh, the you know the Unforgiven of superhero movies. But if you start with Logan, then it's like I don't know how to palette this. But if you end with Logan, then it's great. But what this guy yeah. does is like he starts with what you should end with. He just fucks with it right out the gate um mm-hmm. and um unbreakable wasn't well re- received when it first not initially ca- no came out it, and yeah. l- later it picked up and now it's like one of the best superhero movies of all time so i'm i'm really curious um just where glass will land super super interested yeah i'm in interested that. too i mean looking at his filmography and stuff like People, I just don't think they know what to expect from him, and I which think is so gets, weird, right? Because but but he does like... a lot of different stuff, though. Yeah, he, he does. He's also kind of like become a household name, but for the wrong reasons now. Like the Shyamalan it's, twist. He's, yeah, it's it, it's yeah. easy to make fun of him now. It is you know? well, like Michael he's... Bay. Yeah. Yeah, and like because he he hasn't really like you said he hasn't been able to really make a, a film that's really caught on since the Sixth Sense, you know, like yeah, it, it wasn't really since that film that he's ever been that he's made a film that like really. I would argue that Signs was pretty successful. I think Signs and that, but that was that came before. That was right after. That oh, was right Signs. Signs came so after. Signs just probably came. I think on what wasn't was it? Unbreakable his after Sixth Sense, and then it was Signs. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But like. I think that might have been like his sweet spot because then he did like what Lady in the Water and that wasn't and the Village and the Village yeah and I think the Village did okay in the box office I just don't think critically it wasn't like all of his films you know, have done exceptionally well in the box office I think that's probably one of the, the big reasons why he's still able to make movies 
He's made a ton oh, of money yeah. for studios. There's yeah. no doubt about that. I mean, at I think all. even the happening. I think even though it's considered like a terrible movie, I I still think it did like did very well. Okay, still. in yeah. the box right. office, like, um, so he is good at at least getting people on board his projects that people want to see, like Wahlberg, Bruce Willis. Um, the visit did you exceptionally know, well. Jesus. Yeah, the visit was kind the of visit, like, and it was good too. It was I, a good I didn't movie. see it, but I remember when it came out, like it was a big thing. Like M Night, you know, is back. Like yeah. he kind of did something a little different from what he had done before. It was low budget, and he just raked in those dollars. You know, he's made a ton of. I mean, hmm. his movies have made a ton of money. There's no doubt about it. And people, and his name, like you said, does sell. For certain reasons, and then people yeah. like to shit on it. I think yeah. that's the reason why is that he's just because I was reading, I think it was in that article or whatever. He said like, yeah, when I first started, getting those negative reviews really hurt. But then he was like, but yeah. all my movies have like, once they sit for a while and you come back, they always you know come back around yeah. successfully. So right. he kind of just like brushes it off more. I I kind of see him as as like an Agatha Christie kind of. I mean, not not. I mean, those were about the like murder mysteries, you know. And his his kind of flavor of movies is pretty similar to that in in true. certain ways. Um, but one thing that happened to Agatha Christie was everyone expected the the kind of twist murder person at the end of all of her projects, and then she had one uh, crazy novel that was like the the, the murderer was the narrator. Yeah. And everyone was like, "You can't do that," and and it upset a bunch of people. And now it's like one of the like her most famous. That book is a super good, and I don't I don't want to say what book it is because really, if you if you if you know what it is, that ruins the yeah. It's yeah. super good book though. Oh shit! Yeah, it's super good. Um, I don't even want to tell you because yeah, like I want you just to find out. But yeah, like, it's like if you were to type in top three Agatha Christie or top five, it's you'd one probably of them. like come across it. Yeah, that one, and then and then there were none. It's like right. see, I've read oh, the, and dude. then there were none. That was that and was murder good. on. Oh my god, and murder on the dude, Orient Express. She's just too, the, her yeah. books are fucking incredible. She's just great. Dude. Her books are incredible. Um, but I I really see this guy as like what like how is he reinventing his twist you know and that's what i loved about split is because it was like the twist was that it's a sequel spoilers again sorry um but uh that's only something you can do in movies you know yeah, what i mean because i i i was watched uh samuel jackson was on um the tonight show uh last night and he was saying in his interview that you know, right when they made Unbreakable, um, M. Night Shyamalan told Samuel Jackson, like, hey, this is a, this is going to be a trilogy. And then right. years and years keep going. And, you know, Samuel Jackson was just like, hey, man, are we... Like, he would run into him, like, hey, man, are we going to do that movie? And, like, nothing ever happened until he did Split. Right. Um, but, like, what makes... What made... When I heard that, I was like, okay, shit. So he had it planned out already that it was going to be a trilogy, but I wonder if he had the story, like, cause like reinventing his twist, I doubt he had the, that twist already in his head. Like oh, he yeah. probably like formed it, 
later you know 16 years later but it's yeah. brilliant though like right it is especially because it came out 16 years later yeah i was talking to a buddy about this and he was like like he was offended that the sequel to unbreakable came out like this much time later and he hadn't seen split and i was like dude you don't you don't know <laughs> you don't you don't know that's totally ruins the whole thing and i'm sure when he watches split he's gonna be like oh okay I, yeah i get it <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but was an interesting guy, though. Wasn't there one of it, like the visit or something, where the twist was that there was no twist? No, that was the happening. Was that the happening? No, the, the happening. The... the visit has a twist. Oh. That the happening is that the that there the twist is that there is no twist. That's what I think in the happening. <laughs> yeah. And I know that sounds like a cop out, but it's it's like it's so they make it so obvious what the problem is in the beginning of that movie and then they just kind of let it go and then it just kind of fades out and i i think that was definitely intentional <laughs> you know it's that there is no twist i think he was trying to reinvent his own yeah because he was thing. there was so much pressure for him to like twist stuff and then they were like they just didn't i don't know yeah, i haven't I, seen yeah. a lot of his stuff though yeah, he's an interesting guy. I really, actually, I still haven't seen <laughs> The Sixth Sense, but I know the twist. Um, but I really, actually, enjoyed The, the Sixth Sense. The is the one village. of the most well-known, like, it's not even a secret anymore what the twist of The Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, like all over <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> see, like nobody, nobody ever told me. Like I, years ago, like I think I was in middle school or something, or, or high school. Might have been high school actually, because I had. Oh, anyway, like, and I knew that the, the famous line was, I see dead people. Right. But I thought that the whole film was basically just him and Bruce Willis. So him saying that, I was like, well, if he, if it's Bruce Willis is the only person he's with, then he sees Bruce Willis, so that means he must be dead. Like, that was my thinking. It, right. Like, but I didn't, I don't know. <laughs> I still, to this day, I don't know if there's more people in the film. All I know is that it's Bruce Willis and the boy, like, in this house. No, he sees a lot of ghosts. All oh, see, see, I don't, I don't know, you know, like, yeah, but I just kind of just, I just. There's like one kid that. he sees who was like shot in the back of the head or something, and then he, he sees like a ghost of his mom or something. Oh, it's been shit. a while since I've seen that I, movie. But. I just watched it the other day, and I don't know. I don't think either of those things are true. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure. No, no, there's like the kid at the hall in the hallway or whatever. Right. The, and then, then he, goes he to turns funeral. around and he's got like this big old like gash in his head. Oh yeah. And then That's he's true. like, isn't he in a fort? And then there's like the, like the girl he's in, or something. Who's I like, I don't want to say where he was, but that was <laughs> it was poison. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he does yeah. see like ghosts, and I okay. I thought there was yeah. something about his mom where he sees something like I don't know in the kitchen or something where he's there, she's like the cabinets. Away. Yeah, and then like the, all the cabinets open. Mm-hmm. I'm totally giving away all the surprises, but but yeah, there is some like weird. That movie was uh, fucking things. 1999, man. Come on. Yeah. Uh, well, for Byron, for Byron, because <laughs> no, you should I, watch I, it. I probably, I mean, I'll probably see it someday, but it's not anything that's on my list. You know what I right. mean? Right. Really, they have a really interesting use of of color. Uh, that's something that I really like about oh, Shyamalan. Is is he I'd does check it out for that. his his colors are they all have like uh, direct me like feelings like red like represents a a feeling. Um, and I think in um, in that show, red or in uh, Sixth Sense, red represents fear or um, ghosts. 
Hmm. Just, just the color red does. That makes sense, yeah. D- yeah. The first movie I ever saw of his was uh, The Village, and my mom just bought it, like, she, you know, like, at Fred Meyer or whatever. Like, you know, they have the DVDs, like, right at the counter. Oh, yeah, the checkout. Yeah. She saw oh, it's just it, right she there. picked it up, and she just saw the cover. She's like, oh, this is kind of, looks kind of cool, right? And, and she just read the back, and she's like, oh, this sounds cool. So she bought it, and we all watched it, and I actually remember really being very impressed with it yeah like and and just thinking that i love the shots at night like Mm -hmm. the opening shots and stuff then fucking come to find out the cinematographer is fucking roger deakins oh my gosh that's (laughs) and it's just like the cinematography of that movie is actually really good and i do is such a master and i really did enjoy like um adrian brody and uh walking phoenix in it too yeah like yeah. it's a solid fucking movie with a solid cast yeah uh i feel like that premise too is it came from like a book or something like because they do i've I swear to god i've seen it in pop culture like prior like you know what i mean like yeah. right i don't think yeah. that movie was the creator of that premise but it is interesting the way it ends or whatever is interesting right it is like it is one of those classic like Shyamalan twist movies where it's like yeah. um where it just kind of ends with a twist sort of a thing. Um but one thing I that I really like about his movies is the uh the spirituality behind all of them. Uh and I, I don't think anyone really touches on this and it's not it's not really like religion or anything like that. It's more like it's like people uh unlocking their inner potential in a uh, by belief so like uh, bruce willis like will go through his belief that he is real and then he suddenly starts believing that he's a he's a ghost and then an unbreakable he he starts believing that he's um a you know a, a superhero you know he starts to like but he like denies it the whole time and like a lot of his movies deal with that kind of like belief like in the visit um the characters uh, b- believe one thing and then the twist at the end is that they were wrong um mm-hmm. so it's like it all has to do with like this kind of sp- and they they, all, they always like feel that they're wrong or that they need to change that belief system or get a belief system uh that's and true. I, I think it's a really neat like thing that is and I think that's really why I like his movies. I think that's why I like Lady in the Water because it is like about this kind of leap of faith sort of a thing. Um, Which is actually makes sense even for The Last Airbender because that show is about coming to terms with the fact that like like Unbreakable, like coming to yeah. terms with the fact that you are going to be this like super hero essentially. Right. Yeah, because that is what Avatar, that Avatar show is for for sure. But and it sucks that that movie isn't very good because I think he is a good director for that, that movie was or terrible. maybe a good writer yeah. for that. Um, but it's something happened. I don't. I don't know. We'll never I, know. I'd love to know why that movie was became so bad because that show is so good, like so well written and just like so fun to watch. And then yeah. to have it. Like I was stoked when I thought that it was gonna become a live action thing, and then Same. it was just like the worst movie I've ever seen. Like it is. It I've is never been really offended movie. by a movie, but I was like so offended that I like had to laugh the whole time. Otherwise, I was just gonna like be pissed off. Like, Dude, I just I can't. So I just bad. I don't know what happened there because not only is it so outside of Shyamalan's like movies that he makes. 
you know, because it, mm-hmm. it is like a big studio film. But like, I'm just so curious, like, what I think happened. Yeah, I am too. And I, I guess we can't even really speculate. It's just that like, I'm wondering if there might have been a better person for the role, like. For the director's for, role, I mean. Right. For like, and for, like, the casting was weird. The casting was terrible. <laughs> and yeah. that's such a huge thing. Um, but maybe, you know, him in as a writer or something would have been really nice. Because he, he does bring that element that that you need uh, for Avatar. Um, but maybe some another James Wan or something, like a some kind of visual guy would, would have been a better, you know, person. It's hard to, to say. Yeah, it's, I mean, I can't even think of anyone off the top of my head who could really take that on and give it justice. But I mean, so I guess Shyamalan does make some sort of sense. But I just think it's weird how they tried to like, I mean, talk about whitewashing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They really tried to go that route. Which but. is funny because he's not white. <laughs> exactly. Which is like, <laughs> I mean, come on, you kind of should have had an idea. But then again, I feel like that's one of those movies, like probably like John Carter, where there was just too many execs in a room. Mm, that's a good point. Trying Maybe. To Maybe. John say Carter, what they that's thought a was good, important. That's actually know. a good like comparison, I think. It's just, yeah. Well, you if you got to... It's hard with a series like that, too. Yeah. And then trying to condense it into one movie and then trying to like... I don't know. You really got to let the director kind of have yeah. some control in a situation like that, which is scary to do because it's, you know, one of Nickelodeon's most prized properties. But hmm. you kind of just got to get over it and let, you know, you hired the person to do that thing. So let them do their thing. I I do like. I want to say, though, that, like, I, it is kind of cool that M. Night Shyamalan, like, did superhero movies before, like, superhero movies besides, like, Batman. Yeah, oh, yeah. kind of came in right before, before the the Spider Man Toby Maguire craze, you know, and like right, he was he did that film Unbreakable like when only like you know quote nerds, re- yeah. like read you know comic, comic books, books. And, and he made comic books super cool in that movie too. Yeah, and like yeah. I think maybe that's why too it, it it didn't even get such a like it it did okay, but like it probably didn't really catch on because most kids at that time weren't really into comic books and the people that were like the film like quentin tarantino and you know like right, right. It, it was a definite type of person that liked his film and then all these years later how there's such a huge like superhero movies are the big thing and then he uses that to his advantage to make his own superhero film connect to the one that he did so many years ago it's kind of cool right <laughs> right interesting guy i definitely need to watch more of his stuff i need to rewatch the sixth sense for sure because uh you know i mean sixth sense and i even thought signs wasn't like i mean signs was all right i like signs I a lot, like yeah. but i like all of his movies so. <laughs> it's a little too little I'm too a, like i'm i have a bias and oh, the hap- was i mean first one it's called praying with praying with anger oh which he wrote, directed, produced, and starred in. That would be interesting to watch. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. I'd be curious to watch that one. He started off with Weird, and then his next one was Wide Awake, which is a comedy drama. What? And uh, then he did The Sixth Sense. Oh, shit. So The Sixth Sense was And then he third. wrote Stuart Little. Oh, fuck. And then he did That's Unbreakable funny. Signs of Village, and then, you know, what he's... What he's he probably got a fuck ton of money from that Stuart Little movie, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart Little <laughs> no, seriously, because I remember that movie, like... 
when that came out, that was like a big thing with the animation of like how they did yeah. the Stuart Little oh, yeah. stuff. Like, I, I fuck, I think I saw that in theaters. You know, me same. I, I think I saw it at home a couple times too. Yeah, yeah, it made a killing at home. I feel like it made a ton of money in the theaters, but made its real killing yeah. like and on tape and DVD and whatnot. Holy shit, I forgot about that movie. But uh, I don't know. I'll see. I haven't seen Split. Split seems kind of interesting, but I feel like I gotta watch Unbreakable and then Split, and then you know what I mean. I feel like kind of watch it in order. But yeah. Anyway, but James McAvoy, fuck man, I can't like his his character. I guess in Glass, the new one. Mm -hmm. He, I guess in his his character in Split and Glass has twenty four, yeah, personalities. Yeah. In the first film, Split, they only show nine of them. In this film, they show fifteen. Oh, wait, no, they show they they. There's twenty four. They filmed twenty three of them, but they cut three out. So they show he's he plays twenty characters. Wow, <laughs> that's, uh, that's crazy. Like, how the fuck do you do that? Like, James McAvoy insane. is a, he's he's getting a lot of attention in terms of the roles that he's getting, but I feel like people don't talk about him that no, much. No, they don't. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't get like the the praise that like you know michael fassbender or somebody right you know? yeah exactly it's kind of, i think do you think it's because of the films that he's in like they're kind of more or they're they're not really uh orientated towards the kind of art more artsy community you know or uh, maybe just because he's american <laughs> maybe, maybe. i think sometimes he just gets or is he american he's or is british he, he is british, british. Yeah. oh yeah. maybe because he's in superhero films and not in like period dramas Scottish, actually yeah i mean Scottish, he does yeah. he does do some like random like films that are like kind of he does do kind of similar films though like i don't know i mean i'm thinking about like x-men right like yeah that's the role that he's probably most well known for right and sure. he's kind of overshadowed by fastbender and then yeah. the rest of the ensemble cast because you yeah. know you have like jennifer lawrence and like right fucking i don't remember who else whatever whoever's in fucking x-men nowadays um <laughs> but uh no. like it's just like i feel like he's kind of just overshadowed and and not doesn't stand out as someone i guess no, even definitely. though he's kind of like the main person in those movies right right and then in Shyamalan and like split mo everyone's talking about Shyamalan. yeah so like you know he's just kind of a little bit more overshadowed overshadowed i think right like he did trance but trance was like a really like low-key movie kind of came and went yeah. and that was danny boyle so yeah. people you know you talking about danny boyle right yeah. like i don't know yeah it was all about danny boyle and how he started a relationship with, with rosario dawson in that movie like they were a thing and that kind of took over the spotlight over the film that's really yeah, yeah. It's, it's stupid but then apparently he was an atomic blonde like yeah i didn't know that he's pretty good See? at atomic blonde too like I don't know, dude. But it's he's just... he's like a side character in that, you know, because Charlie Theron is the the main exactly, the main, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but even the, he, shadows, he, think, even yeah, that movie yeah. is like it's like super genre, and I feel like people don't look yeah. at genre for like the the good acting, like it's like ignored. Know, it's it's yeah. unappreciated. I heard um, Atomic Blonde was actually good too. It I, is, I do want to see it. It is actually. I was. Well, you'll see it. You'll see why one of the re the big reasons why. I'll check it out. I've been <laughs> kind of wanting to watch something action. I feel like that movie is up bit. your alley, Keith. I oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spy it's totally your kind. Sure. Yeah, and it's for like sure. period two, and it's kind and of fun. It's like yeah, good music and lights. And, yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
so I came across this interesting idea because they were talking about Halloween again, the reboot, and um, the so apparently at one point or another, Friday the Thirteenth was supposed to be rebooted as well. Kind of along the same lines, and I think it was supposed to be under Blumhouse again, which shocker there. <laughs> but uh, it was interesting hearing one of the producers talk about how that franchise, in particular, compared to like Halloween, is like actually really hard to reboot. Mainly because the story and the lore for Friday the Thirteenth is so convoluted and doesn't make any sense and contradicts <laughs> itself in like every movie that oh, they shit. do. Yeah, so they like have no clue how to like do it, <laughs> like how huh. to like write it and stuff. Is that, um, I think at that point you have to like do it for the fans because they're they're gonna be the ones who go see it and they're the ones who have mm-hmm. like kept up with the lore and all that stuff. So and it's th- like you're kind of in a corner a little bit. And you, like you can also just do what like Halloween did and disregard most of the other movies, right? Yeah. Like, or or Disney with with Star Wars too. Yeah. They did the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but it did lead me to a question that. Maybe you guys will have an answer for, maybe not. It's a tough one to kind of think of off the top of your head. But in terms of, like, franchises or, like, old movies or whatever, is there actually anything you guys would like to see rebooted? Oh. oh. That's a tough question. And I'm springing I didn't prepare you guys for this and let you think of an answer. So, um... But I guess something... To but it's kind of something that's of. already kind of a franchise, right? I guess it doesn't necessarily need... I mean, franchise is generally the thing because franchise kind of has yeah. a lot of lore and history so you can kind of reboot it but like i don't know i guess is there any movie out there that you'd like to see maybe like kickstarted into a franchise or something i did think of one the other day and it escapes me i'm surprised they didn't try to redo back to the future and then like tie in 2015 or whatever yeah as like yeah a thing. that's true oh that'd be funny and then just not market it and then just like release it all of a sudden that would have been interesting, actually. I know. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for J.J. Abrams to do like an actual gorilla f- movie theater release film. You I can know? see that happening. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for him to do that because, come on, man, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard when a movie has self-contained, though, right? Like if it's a singular movie and then talking about it being rebooted. I could. It, what could be interesting would be like old Clint Eastwood, like westerns, yeah, being kind of. But who do you again. who do you put in there? I don't know. Clean Eastwood again. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like eighty now. Six, sixty like years later. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, the only thing that I can think of off the top of my head is it would be interesting to see where they would take a Hannibal movie because they did the TV show. Oh yeah, but they haven't had a Hannibal movie in a while. Like redo it a little bit. Yeah, like, right. But that's they had the only that thing prequel. I can, yeah. yeah, they had the prequel. That's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. It's not like it wouldn't be like on my list of like things that I want to see, but that's the only thing I can think of. Jaws had quite a few. Jaws could be an interesting reboot. Jaws, Jaws be... could be interesting. My, I have a... It's a, not a franchise, but uh, one of my pitches that I did, I would love to see. It was the uh, Team a Team America sequel. Oh, like, I feel yeah. like, they're, like yeah. right now is a, per, a great time for that to be coming out. Or in the, next, would be in the next two years. But if that was coming out, like, this year, like, that would be awesome. Or let's do another, that. like, South Park movie or something. Or like or another South Park movie. They, they talked about doing the Arrested Development movie, too, which never, you know, got made. So, like, that could yeah. be an interesting choice, too. 
I don't know. It's kind of a tough one. I guess it does have yeah. to be a franchise, huh? Like, it's hard to just say, oh, let's reboot this singular movie when there was nothing else right. really surrounding it. To- I think it'd just be a sequel, really. Like, because there, there's all these, like, Super Troopers right. and Zoolander. You know, there's all these sequels. Does it, did Anchorman do one? Yeah, Anchorman had a sequel. Oh, they did have a sequel, yeah. So I guess watch them. (laughs) I guess yeah. What could be a good, a cool sequel though, too? Like a good like. Fuck man, I seriously thought. I think Godzilla is good. That's a cool franchise idea. Yeah, Godzilla has a lot of potential. There hasn't been a Godzilla where I've just been like, "This is so great," you know, like a new one. Yeah, and they tried to do that with like King Kong, right? And then they tried to re the kickstart the mummy. Yeah, yeah. Frankenstein I, could be cool. Yeah, actually, but in the very it has to be in very specific hands though. Yeah, like, I mean Frankenstein is already kind of hard monster to do like hor- really horrifically just right, right based on it. So like, but I could see or like they could uh, do another like American Werewolf. Yeah, they could. That could be kind of yeah. cool. I don't know. I didn't really have an answer to this question either, but it's kind of interesting to think about. Like, what are things that could actually be a cool like? Right. I'm trying I just to, like, look I just don't know because like I could name so many that I wouldn't be interested in seeing. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? We're just like I don't want to see more Chucky. I don't want to see. Oh, Chucky's I, been so mistreated, dude. Hellraiser, Hellraiser <laughs> is due for a fucking reboot. Actually, I started to write a script for a Hellraiser reboot. Oh wow! I didn't get super far into it, but I was like really into that idea for a little while. Mm. Spawn is coming out. Spawn's coming right? out. Yeah, that one's gonna be fucking sick, dude. Oh, you it's guys like, like Dread? Dread needs attention badly, dude. <laughs> Dread was really good. How you still never have seen I it? Still yet. have to see dude, it, dude. You gotta watch. Yeah, I gotta it. watch it. I it's, really do. Just watch it tonight. Let's see, it's like okay, eighty I'll... or ninety minutes. It's okay. like and It'll it's be like easy watch. Yeah, boom, dude. And, and, and you're gonna be so great. blown away. The visuals are so great. It's, it's so totally great. Worth it. It is in the top ten greatest action movies ever made. Really, top ten? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The new Dread for sure. Oh, for sure. I'm gonna have to check it out. I don't know if I'm with Keith. Uh, with his passion, but it's still a good movie. No, I would I would definitely put it in top ten. I guess it would be cool to see like a franchise of um, Akira. I really love that movie. Oh, that could be a fun one. Like, because you could do live action and you could do animated and combine the two. Really, because you could have like like kind of like Ghost in the Shell, where they have both like the sea the show. Oh yeah, and Ghost stuff. in the Shell, and like yeah. even Ghost in the Shell, like. That would be kind of cool because you could have it kind of like Star Wars where there's the animated Star Wars movies and then they have the live action movies. But they're actually both like canon, but yet they're both different styles of film. But you could do that with Akira, you know, which would be really cool. I I I feel like Akira would be solid because it is like old enough. Yeah. You know, and the animation style is so unique. Like, I feel like you could really divorce yourself from that animation and just yeah. make, like, a good Akira movie. Because I think, if I remember right, I think in the Akira episode, I said that that's the one film that's already been, like, created, you know, that I wouldn't mind, like, rebooting. Yeah. You know, like. You could even do a cool series. Yeah. Like, right. I can see that as a very limited series. Yeah, you could do, like, a. A eight episode, mm-hmm. you know, limited you series. Add, yeah, which you would could be, add to it. Which would be sick. I mean, they're do like HBO. The their new big show now after Game of Thrones is going to be The Watchmen, and 
the little oh, the images that so good, have you seen like the little there's like HBO had a little 2019 trailer and it has like all their shows yeah. and there is some there's some images of the Watchmen in there I was like oh shit that looks fucking dope like I love the Watchmen I would yeah. love to see so Watchmen is a great it's, one it's going to so if they did something like that with like Akira like where they make like a show out of it that could be so fucking sick right. just I, let I, just let me helm it and uh yeah <laughs> oh dang Watchmen I would love to crazy. see I would yeah, love to see just any of those like like uh Asian like the 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 anime robot you know things fighting each oh, other the yeah, like the, the mechas yeah Ooh, like neon gundam. genesis or go. gundam i would yeah. love to see something like that like done right cuz i know yeah yeah i know that Guillermo del Toro you know he he did a great job with his film but i know that there was like some um connection missing uh with pacific rim i know there was like some uh, like the spiritual spirituality of of the of the of the mechas you know or whatever yeah. they're called uh was like missing from that film and mm-hmm. i i really would love to understand like what that is in a live action as as an american person who had yeah. like i haven't seen neon genesis um but i but i want to and uh i always thought the uh, real quick actually i just saw this for the watchman series Composers are Trent Reznor and Atticus yeah, Ross. Right, yeah. Damn, dude, dude that's cool. Sick. Um, I was I was pretty stoked for the uh, Halo movie that was supposed to come out that they did a ton of work oh, yeah. for and then yeah. just completely killed, yeah. which is really sad. That could that actually could have a lot of or did have a lot of potential. I don't know if anybody would actually go see it now. Actually, a really properly redone Ghost in the Shell too would be cool because yeah. like. We're sort of at that time where I feel like cyberpunk is kind of making this like rise, yeah, especially with like the great. game that's going to come out soon, and yeah. then like all the music, like synthwave, and like yeah, people are really into that right now. So like, like capitalizing Cry on it, yeah, sort of shit. yeah. So why not like why not capitalize on uh, that and actually make yeah. re- you could remake some of those older cool like cyber animes or whatever, or just like I don't know, that could be I, a cool one. I I think doing a cyberpunk i feel like that's the next superhero i feel like we're gonna see a bunch of cyberpunk shit come out and then superhero is so. gonna go away and shit like alita battle angel and like that kind of weird kind of shit that's is true. gonna be the next thing well, that's yeah. what my guess is I mean, so many people are into manga and yeah you know yeah. All, i mean so many people um i mean look at rappers now like i can get on i can go on a whole spiel about this but you know, you see all these rappers that have pink hair and crazy hairdos that they're all spiked oh, yeah. up. And that's because they read and watch manga and anime. And right. that's what they're influenced by. Oh, and, like and RZA? Like, when they're, okay. when they're I, like rapping and they're saying their words that aren't really words, it's like them powering up and they hype themselves up. I mean, if you really think about it, there's a lot <laughs> of similarities between like modern hip hop music and anime and manga. Right, that, right, and and you look at their cover art, and they they have their own avatars. If you go on SoundCloud, all these rappers have like these avatars, and they're, it's like anime style. Right, right, and it's it's a whole thing, and I feel like it's just a matter of time till we're going to be seeing more and that more of that and more of that into mainstream culture because it's still kind of fringe, even though you can go to um, 
Barnes and Noble, and there's a yeah, whole section. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's still like an avoid that section unless you're a weirdo type of type of thing. <laughs> kind of like Shit. the com- like seeing a grown ass man in like the comic book section was like, <laughs> okay, buddy. But then, but now it's just like, sh- sure. Now it's normal. Yeah. 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 It's it's kind of cool, but it, so I, 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 you guys are right. I really do think it's it's going to be geared that way. I mean, just look at the movies that, like you said, Alita. The new Avatar films. New Avatar you know, films, yeah. It's all going to go towards that. I, I have I, I have a, a one that I would love to see. I would love to see a Dragon Ball Z movie just done right. Not Dragon Ball. Not Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z, you know, Frieza. That's what they I'm never saying. made one, so it's all good. It'll be the I know. first time that they <laughs> ever made one of those. <laughs> <laughs> those movies are so 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 great and i would love to see i mean i love all the little dragon ball z movies that come out you know those are fun and everything but i'd love to see either a show or a what movie series yeah like a live action one yeah oh my gosh because there's so much you could do you know but you got to keep the story small because i feel like what what's going to happen is the same thing that happened to last airbender is like they'll try to tell an entire saga over one film you know yeah and it'll be like this is too much but i feel like they could keep a the story small you know and make yeah. it yeah and change it i would change it a bunch to make it interesting but sailor sailor this. moon i never watched that show <laughs> i'm surprised that they haven't done like yeah like a sailor moon or even like a powerpuff, powerpuff girls, girls with like yeah. the monkey guy what's his name um yeah what is like uh, uh mojo something Mojo Jojo. Yeah. Mojo yeah. Jojo and like Dexter's Laboratory cuz they're all in the same universe if they made like a, a animated or not animated but like a computer animated right. 3D mm. version of that where they look like them for TV for kids now. Like I'm oh, surprised yeah. that they haven't done that. Those those will be movies in like 10 15 years when yeah. all of us have kids and that's so tr- so they true. can you have to pay for like six tickets to go see it. <laughs> And so you can feel you could go see this kids movie and feel nostalgic and yeah. your kids can enjoy a kids movie. There's this book series that I started reading <clears throat> called The Dresden Files which I think would be cool. They they did a little excuse me they did a little bit back in 20, 2007 they had like a sci-fi series oh, wow. show series about it but like I mean it's sci-fi so like it's kind of yeah. a specific niche there but uh, it's kind of a cool it's like no uh, mystery detective noir. Like he's like a you know like a uh, basically a PI, but he's like a wizard. And then there's like this whole like subsection of like magic and like horror monsters and like fantasy and shit that's like involved too. So like he's kind of a wizard for like or a detective for like you know fantastical shit. That's actually that could be really cool. Like it's super, cool. it opens up a whole whole bunch of possibilities it's super cool yeah it's mm. like it's like blade runner but with more like aliens and mm-hmm. stuff you know yeah. like <laughs> more fantasy which is, yeah, yeah which is pretty cool and i've read the first three books and they start with like it kicks off with magic and he's kind of like you know uh kind of trying to discover what's going on like this other magician who's like doing dark magic or whatever and then like and then like the it does like werewolves and then it does oh, ghosts shit. and the third one's cool because it's like ghosts and shit like start appearing all over and he's like trying to figure out like why the veil between the two worlds is like uh, you know yeah. thinning out and like it's actually it sounds cheesy when you talk about it but it's actually really well done and it's not as cheesy as like 
See, that's what's crazy it. about sci-fi dark. is that sometimes you have to just like read it or watch it, and then it's like it, that's what's so weird about sci-fi because like sometimes I'll have a great idea. And I'll try and tell someone about it, and they just look at me like, that's fucking corny as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can't, but I can't describe it to them the way exactly. I see it, where it's like, I see it, and it's like, no, man, it's not corny, dude. Like, I'm, it's real, man. Like, right. This could, yeah. be, this could be the next thing. I mean, like, if you were to describe Game of Thrones to someone way back when, before they were the books, you know, and stuff, like, it probably sounded pretty corny, like totally you know like <laughs> yeah and like kind of nerdy and uninteresting you know just yeah. like oh here's a book se- or here's a series about um based on old british politics and it's a soap opera like <laughs> yeah. that sounds that sounds really uninteresting yeah. mm-hmm. but like they've done so much great stuff with it actually now that i think about it you know it'd be super cool to kind of do like a very limited like hbo style series would be 2001 if you like actually took the time to kind of expand out a little bit of like the second section and then mix in kind of the third like it really could yeah i wouldn't like you know just like a solid like eight to ten just boom well shit one season type thing it's like look at fargo right it's just a it's just a just it's just a movie that they've made into this whole universe so you could totally do that with like 2001 I mean, there was I, a sequel, but it's not really, like, a sequel. I right. I, w- I want to see Solo, but with more circles. <laughs> I want to see one circle per episode. <laughs> Jesus. And just really get in there. You know, have so you want one 50 now. minutes of shit. That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, 50 minutes it's of a lot, shit. That's a 50 lot, minutes of... It's a lot of chocolate. Pee. It's a lot of oh chocolate. You'd probably skip the chocolate episode. No, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. <laughs> It's just, I don't know if I'd watch it. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That might be. I'd watch the torture episode for sure. That would be the best one. Jake is like the biggest like torture porn person that I know, and we I don't even know it. You don't even know it. <laughs> like that's what he watches like all the time. I think you guys are slowly learning. Like when you, you know how I didn't really use Letterbox last year. It's because all the films I was watching aren't on Letterbox because they're all torture porn. <laughs> Done. He literally like, just plays Saw in the background like all day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like that's literally Jacob. Like it's it's all torture porn, and then to like balance it out, that's why he like sees like a lot like all, lot, all the Pixar films and stuff. Oh yeah, so, so I can come yeah. back and and uh, it's not that I need like a refresher, you know, like I need no. Uh, I, it's not that I need like Sunshine and Rainbows after some torture porn. No, it keeps you it, leveled. Like, yeah, it just it, I want the torture porn to be enhanced by seeing Pixar. Oh, okay. You know, so it's like I need a palate cleanser. So you know how like when you go get sushi, you get you have yeah. your your ginger in between your rolls. You want to relish the violence. So. I want a lot of ginger yeah. so I can have the get the most flavor out of my torture porn. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Wow, they might reboot. Um, <laughs> or they're working on rebooting the Final Destination series. Wait, Final Destination. Oh, that'd be fun. What? Yeah. Really? Like the roller coaster one and shit? Yeah, like, where all the people are chased by like what? death and stuff. I think that's kind of fun though. I think I just, that would work. I think What's the only way that, it would like, work is if with, they die like in actually like like legitimately like ways that they could actually like I don't know. This it's so over the top that it's just dumb to me. It is. 
That's I, might, oh. I would like that though. I just thought of the best <laughs> reboot, dude. If they rebooted this, I would totally make a movie of this. But Mortal Kombat? Oh, oh shit. I'm surprised that they haven't yet, Oh, man. To be honest. I love those movies. Those movies are I amazing. I am honestly surprised. Look at his face. Look at Jacob's face. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any of them or played oh, the game. They're totally terrible movies, but I would totally do a reboot of Mortal Kombat. Jacob's just sneaking in Mario Kart. Yeah, I'm cleansing my power. Or Mario Brothers. <laughs> later. Or even Street Fighter, because they tried yeah. to do that with Van Damme oh, yeah. back in the day. That would be pretty dope, dude. I, I would love but, to see Pokemon, but not... I mean, I, I think the Detective Pikachu thing is really interesting, and what they're doing with it is kind of neat uh, and different. But I, I really I really just want that old feeling of Pokemon again. It's so hard can't, you to can't get, have man. both Dragon Ball and... Pokemon. Yeah, I man. can. You're gonna have to choose. What's gonna happen is <laughs> if I get one and it's successful, then you get all everything. Then you get all the manga you get that Gundam, exists. You get yeah, you get yeah. Gundam. You get Gundam Digimon. Great Digimon. Oh my god, Digimon! Jesus Christ. Gundam would be such a great reboot. Gundam. Get the, what's the Gundam. card one with the cards? Yu Gi Oh! Yu Gi Oh! Yu Gi Oh! That could be an interesting reboot because they're kind of in that time period where, like, that shit is, like, still big now, you know? Because magic is still huge and then they're doing Pokemon Reno related things. Yeah, maybe magic is next. Magic actually would be really cool as a series. It'd be weird. I would actually love that because there's, there's no, so like, much story, shit. Though, you know? I know, just, but that it's yeah. open to, like,. Like you have no, all that's this not true. Lore. They've written books. There's so much. Well, that's story. true. There are They've books. They've written a lot of books. That's right. There are the magic books. Yeah. So totally I mean, spaced out on that. There's options because there's like lore behind like the people, the you know, the cards yeah. and stuff, and so that could be a cool one. I would love that because there's I, be there's cool. so many things you could do that you could get filmmakers to connect. What about with. like like there's so like many stories, Warcraft totally. stuff. Oh, hundred percent. On. I actually I love that Warcraft film. And I, I, that I missed out. that one. I, I, I that's a big saw fan. One, actually. I should watch that. They do this thing in there, which stood out to me every time, and I couldn't I couldn't tell if I liked it or not. But it kind of made sense in a Warcraft kind of way. During the battle scenes, they would all be regular speed, like throughout the whole thing, and then suddenly, like everything around the two actors who are battling, everything would slow down, super slow motion, and they would just like have um a conversation while battling so they'd be at regular speed while everyone behind them was like slow and it was just kind of like it was an interesting like oh like they're like making way for like the conversation in here and it and it it does this thing where like what's distracting you like behind the actors like suddenly can be way more intimate in there and i don't know if it's something that people actually like notice i think it may just be something that i just i'm used to looking at shit like that but they did it a few times and it was like that's actually a really smart idea to like connect the conversation more wow i'd have to yeah i've been meaning to see that it'd be cool to kind of look at that it's it's hard it's a hard movie to watch unless you know the 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 lore of it but i think you could get the definitely get the gist of it sort of a thing it's like watching like one of the later harry potters like without reading mm, books like okay. sure you'd, you'd be fine but you'd probably appreciate it more if you yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. the title of this article is the house that lars trashed <laughs> i fucking think i might have read that uh, why lars von Trier needs a reinvention <laughs> that's funny i love all those lars anti-lars 
and pro Lars von Trier articles because there's so many of them. It's there's like so such many. a huge, like he's such a love hate kind of guy. Uh, I feel like it's the same sort of thing with him, kind of like the Green Book thing. You know, like people mm-hmm. just want to hate on him. I think here's, of... I have, I have, I have one difference. One difference is that I don't, I don't know. Um, Lars von Trier is just going to make the films that he wants to do, right. and that's it. Right. But it, it, my, it, I feel like there is like this, like I feel like Green Book has been made before, just with different, with like a different director or like with different writers, and it slightly different story, but for sure, I feel like it's like not a new. Th- I haven't even seen it, so I'm totally, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally just judging know, same, it. But, same. Um, but Lars von Trier, he's. You've never seen a movie like that before. But I feel like I've seen Green Book without actually watching it. You know what I mean? Because I've seen so many movies like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Dude, this pisses me off. There's another article about burning. I keep hearing all this talk about burning. It's supposed to be really good. Where the fuck is the theatrical release? They played it like. They played it. They had one showing on like five different days at fucking. To get the minimum. Or something. No, it was like Cinema or Uptown just or Seattle. something in Seattle. Oh, yeah. And it was like one time that they had it each day. And it's like, Shit. where the fuck is this movie? Is like so popular. Yeah. Release it somewhere. I want to fucking watch it so bad, <laughs> it was, man. It was playing in Olympia. So in annoying. Like, in their art house. So annoying. I just want to fucking mm. watch it. Um, anyway, yeah. There's some cool stuff I think that could be rebooted, and I definitely. There's some franchises, I think. If we're actually given the time to kind of dig yeah. around that, I think each of us would be like, damn, that'd be dope to reboot. Jacob wants, like, Airplane to be all thing. The Pixar. Uh... <laughs> no, not, 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 not Airplanes. Uh, oh, airplane, I think it's just no. Planes. Oh, Air, yeah. Uh, well, I would... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I mean, I've never seen it. The Wesley... Uh, or Leslie... Uh, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is that guy's name? Uh, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen? I have no idea. I've never but, seen it, but airplane with the exclamation mark at the end. I think right. Airplane. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snakes um, on a plane, actually. No. Snakes on a plane. <laughs> you know you want to see Samuel Jackson kick, kick what? some snake ass. What was the Leslie Nielsen? Fuck. <laughs> the oh Leslie my Nielsen god. Fuck. The, <laughs> Don't search the for Leslie that. By the way. Nielsen fuck. <laughs> Oh man, um, I, dude, I can't. I, I would I love. Oh my god. Okay. Oh yeah. Airplane. I would love to see uh, more of the Naked Gun. That's what I would like to see done again. Ooh, reboot Top Gun. There you go. <laughs> Is that what you heard? <laughs> no, you just said you said you want to see more of the Naked Gun, and I just said reboot Top Gun. Right. Well, what they should do is reboot Top Gun, but with the Space Force, so they could try to get people to oh, yeah. to oh, join God. the Space Force. That actually could be really neat. It'd be Trump's favorite movie. <laughs> oh my God, dude! Well, that and the P tape. <laughs> and that and the P tape, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Jesus! Sorry. That's what I want to see released is is the uh, is the, the P tape. tape. Where's the P tape? <laughs> you you know, South Park has a animated version of it somewhere. You just know they're waiting to reveal it in one yeah. of the new episodes. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> They've already made fun of R. Kelly. Oh god, R. Kelly! Jesus Christ! That whole thing too. Is that not what you're talking about? 
No, no tr- we're talking Trump's about Trump's P tapes. tape. Oh, yes, P tape. There is oh. like a conspiracy theory that the reason Trump like is working with Russia is that they had that he went to uh, Russia and like w- and peed on like a hooker or something and Vladimir Putin recorded it. <laughs> well, there is like a th- and yeah, they're like it's holding a weird it over thing. him. Like, people actually like talk about it. It's interesting. I don't. It is. It's funny. It's. I mean, to me, I I haven't researched any of this stuff. Me but either. To me, it's the same as Pizzagate. It's like, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, show show the proof, and you know, yeah. when everyone else buys it, then I'll buy it. But you know, I don't know. But I would love to see it. <laughs> it could be funny. <laughs> uh, all right. The hooker didn't find it funny. <laughs> no, she didn't. She thought Jesus it was Christ. not very tasteful. <laughs> all right, you two, rein it in. Jesus Christ, that's your that's your. I was trying to be pun. a white knight. <laughs> that's your last pun right there. Uh, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Uh, what the f- I just saw a name oh that's it okay I want to end it real quick just with this quick reboot I want to see an actual decently rebooted born not like a oh, not yeah. like the two that they tried to do with but like yeah an actually an actual good one anyway yeah well I'll f- you know Matt Damon he's got an interesting career lately Matt Damon oh ja- <laughs> well <laughs> Matt Damon we need we, do, we need a we need a James Bond we need a we need I, a new I, James d- Bond I had thought of that dude Fukunaga um, is working dude, on the next one if, they, if Fukunaga does it with Idris Elba no I think it's gonna be Daniel Craig I think Craig. Daniel Craig I think it's his last one his last one but right. dude honestly it would've been that's awesome that's what I mean if Idris Elba would be a dope with Bond with Idris Elba dude. dude that would've been or if Depending on how the new season of True Detective goes, Meyer Shala could be a good Bond. Oh yeah, was it out? Yeah, yeah. Oh nice. They they released the first two episodes at once. Are they good? They're they're good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I want to watch it, dude. He's a boss actor. I I think Owen Wilson should be James Bond. (laughs) Oh my god! Wow! (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Dude, no. Actually, speaking of True Detective, it has Mahershala Ali's makeup for his character when he's 70 mm. the best aged like makeup i've ever seen oh is he seven so oh wow be, they yeah. do like a flashback or something yeah it's like a it's well it's it's three it's set the whole film is set or show is set in three um oh cool 1980 1990 and 2015 and oh, so that's how they quote they kind of get quote two, uh, multiple characters in there yeah kind of uh but uh dude honestly like there are some massive close-ups of Mahershala Ali. Like, you can't... I just, like... I'm like, that's prosthetic? And you know that he's not that old, and you see him not that old, but yet your brain... Like, that is so hard to do, you know? like. Dang, I might have to try and watch those then, like, I mean, tonight or something. I mean, before that, it was um, Gary Oldman in uh, uh, The Darkest Hour. Because he just completely oh, transformed, yeah, yeah. but that's a little different though. Because he's he's supposed to look like someone that he's not, whereas Mahershala Ali is like he's supposed to look like himself, just older, right? Mm-hmm. Which oh, is so much more impressive. It's just, I honestly, because you don't have a reference, you can't like hold up a photo and right. like try yeah. to yeah. You have to kind of guess I what mean, like, he's gonna look like. Even curious case of Benjamin Button, like just couldn't get it right 100 right. you know what i mean like right but this i was just like dude honestly i think you guys will feel the same way you just have you guys have to see it 
Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it was out already, so I'm it's definitely going to check it out. I didn't know out. that either. I'll have to check it. I still haven't seen season two, which, from what I hear... Oh, dude. I never finished season two. Season two is so again. good. You have... Dude, honestly, people hate on it so much, but yeah, it's not like the first season, but dude, if you just take it for what it is and disregard, like if it had come out first, it would have been like it would have been great. A, a big thing. And right, then right. when the first season, if that came out second, it would have been like, "Whoa, who the fuck is this guy?" you know? Um, right. But dude, yeah. This in the third season so far, it's it's gonna it's it's, it's good. I can't wait. Nice. Cool, I'm I'll excited. I have to finish the second one. Maybe I'll maybe I'll work on doing that and then. It's. But yeah, I do want to see the third. But I just I like the idea of the third one. So it, yeah, it's, me too. Kind of more yeah. focused on him. Interesting um, cinematography too. Nice. Be- before we close the show, can I can I plug a movie that I watched that was really good? No, for everybody. Okay, I just get to tease. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now um, they all want to know. And yeah, now they all want to know. I did it. I nailed it. Yeah, you'll listen to the next episode and you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> or never um, at no. all. You'll just never know. Yeah, you'll never know. Um, you know, I'm sure you've heard it from everyone, um, but if you haven't seen the new Spider-Man yet, mm. definitely go yeah. see it in theaters. I'm not talking about the new trailer that was released um, recently. I'm talking about the uh, Into the Spider-Verse um Mm -hmm. if if it's still in theaters go see it uh even if it's in 3d i hear in 3d it's really really great um in in 2d they they do all these weird flourishes that might be a little distracting so it might be actually easier to watch it in 3d if if you're a 3d fan um beautiful animation beautifully done um gorgeous different than anything you've ever seen before in your life great story everything is on point amazing soundtrack just full of great hip hop. They got Biggie Smalls in there, which made me happy. But there's so much great stuff in there, and there's so many amazing jokes that I so want to talk to you guys about because they're so funny. But uh, you guys will have to see it first because I don't think either of you have seen it. But no, it's totally I had worth. No plans to. It's totally worth going to theaters and watching it, man. I'm not even kidding. It's 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 great. It's amazing. Yeah. I know that uh, John Mulaney is in it, and I know his. Uh, his uh, his character. Uh, who is that? What character is he? Um, I don't I don't know if I'm if I if I should say. Oh, it's it's probably the least Spider Man of Spider Man. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Yeah, that's... but it's actually a real thing. Hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. But it, yeah. but it's actually like a. Like they didn't make that for the show, like or for Are the you, movie. You're like, that's, not being serious. No, I'm serious, dude. That's actually like you should look well, it up. Okay, I'll have, apparently I'll there have was to. a Japanese Spider-Man cameo in the movie. I don't know wow. if it's obvious. Hey, or well, not. well, hang on. Let's not let's not talk about uh, what's in the movie. Our listeners need to go see it. <laughs> Is that a spoiler? Oh. Kind of. I don't know why that would be a spoiler, <laughs> but all right. Um, but Nick Cage is in it. He's great. Um, you know, oh, let's not Jake. talk about the movie and let because the listeners. <laughs> well, this is just the it. cast. This is the cast. Nick Cage <laughs> has a, a nice little role. Jake Johnson's funny. Every everyone's funny. Catherine Hahn is hilarious. Like there's so there's so many great people in this thing. It's totally worth seeing. Cool. Yeah. No, I've heard nothing but good things. So uh, 
yeah, it's probably one of those reasons to actually go to the theater and watch something, which people apparently have no reason to go to the theater, but this is... It's like the chance. sound. You need it for it's, the sound, yeah. man. And and the visual. Like, there, there are things... It's like 2001, like, seeing that in 70 millimeter. I was like, oh, there's things in the background. Like, that's what you need in the... You need yeah. those things in the background for this movie. It's very important. There's, like... They do that thing that they did in, like... Um, in in that Edgar Wright film, The Baby Driver, where they have like text in the background and mm. it's super cool. I'm not a big comic book guy, but I still like was like this is a really neat way yeah. to do animation. It seems like a film designed for the theaters, like a movie designed for the theaters. Yeah, um, which is cool. So and it's it's different, but familiar at the same time. Totally worth. Take your saying. family. It's a good good thing for everyone to enjoy because it's I mean it's what PG thirteen or something. So like. Yeah, even um, even just it, you know, if you're in your if you're in your twenties or thirties, you know, go with some buds. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, it's totally it's not it's not a super childish movie. I I would say it's an adult. It's more of an adult movie that like kids would be fine seeing versus a kids movie that adults would be fine seeing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's more it's leaning a little bit into things a little more for for the adults. Dude, I honestly haven't heard one negative thing about the movie I it's either. too short I, like i haven't it's oh. too short well, there you go. I, I take that back there it is there it is no it's not it's not it's not too short i just i i would have sat there through more i, I would have even uh, i don't know if that's true actually i don't know it's good okay nice. you, you can finish now cool yeah so check out I have one um, more film that i want to mention check out uh spider-man into the spider-verse uh and then stick around uh, after the break for our plots this week, which will be uh, offbeat superheroes. Uh, so stick around. This is the back-to-back pitch fest where we each have 30 seconds to pitch a plot to a movie based on this week's topic and they vote on who's is best. Uh, like I said before the break, this week we are doing offbeat superheroes, sort of in line with Glass and Unbreakable and whatnot. Um, I think I went first last time because it was Byron's birthday, so we had him go last. So Jacob will kick us off this week. Yeah. Um, What is your title? The Old One. The old one. All right. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Um, sure. Okay, and go. A retired superhero works as a PI and gets a case that leads him to discover significant corruption in the ranks of his ex-superhero group that is akin to the Avengers. This forces him out of retirement to fight against the corrupt heroes he once considered friends. Interesting. The old one. Old ones, right? The old one. Old one. Okay. Singular. Yeah. Singular. All right. Byron, are you ready? Uh, it's called Framed Within Shadow. Framed Within Shadow. Okay. Surprisingly esoteric. 
you know, look, we haven't it's said the first one I've had in a while. Uh, yeah, I, I had to, I can, yeah, I don't know. I had to go back to the esoteric. Yeah, I know. It works. <laughs> I feel good again. <laughs> I did it just for you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. And go. Obscura is a young woman whose superhero powers consist of getting images to turn alive. She is chased by the Dark Knight himself and uses the images of people on posters and billboards around her to thwart his attack. She turns an obituary photo of the Joker alive and uses his likeness to trick Gotham and its guardian that he has somehow miraculously returned. It all goes horribly wrong. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Nice. I like the tie in there. That's really cool. I like how both of yours are very serious, <laughs> and mine is not. So this is gonna be fucking fantastic. I am, I am thrilled for this plot. Actually, what's the title? Magnum Dong. <laughs> oh god. I should have known. This sounds more like a Jacob. Yes. This does. This I sounds. This sounds on beat, honestly. Oh, man. oh my god. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Alright, I think I'm oh, ready. Shit, are you ready? Yeah. And go. A man with a micro penis is suddenly imbued with the power to sweet talk any woman he wants to, with the added benefit of his penis growing in length every time he uses a superpower. Things are awesome for Magnum Dong, as he is called, uh, as he is called, as he uses his newfound powers to spread genuine joy to women, until he realizes that his penis will eventually grow too large to have sex with. Firing and will eventually kill him due to size. But when he encounters his true love, he must decide between his desire to seduce and be with her and his potentially fatal penis size. I, I went over a little bit just because it, it Fuck, like... you're laughing it's... over there. It's like, I couldn't help but laugh, dude. God. Oh my God. <laughs> Did that even come through? I, I don't know if that actually like came through in the room. I don't know. I think it was too big. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know we uh, talked about minimizing penis jokes, but I just had to for offbeat. Oh fuck! I don't know. Did, did it actually come through? I feel like I just laughed through the whole thing. I think I got. I, I think, think I got. I think I got it. Of it. Yeah. yeah, I think I got it. I, I really do. I honestly, I it's just that <laughs> maybe the this is gonna be pun not intended. Just the tail end of it. I didn't get. <laughs> you did, oh, you didn't get the tail end of it. <laughs> oh man! Should I say it again without laughing? Sure, or would that sure. be cheating. Yeah, no, I think no, that's go cheating. For it. Go for it. Oh, okay, yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, just go for it. A man with a micro penis is suddenly imbued with the power to sweet talk any woman he wants to, with the added benefit of his penis growing in length every time he uses a superpower. Things are awesome for Magnum Dong, as he is called, as he uses his newfound powers to spread genuine joy to women until he realizes that his penis will eventually grow too large. <laughs> genuine joy? <laughs> God damn it. Too large to have sex with and will eventually kill him due to size. But when he encounters his true love, he must decide between his desire to, to seduce and be with her and his potentially fatal penis size. God. <laughs> so it's almost like his dick is like this time bomb of sorts in a way <laughs> like it's like a tumor <laughs> and that will eventually kill him <laughs> alright should we call it Jacob. death dick or something oh, happy, happy death dick um <laughs> gosh Byron what was the name of yours again uh frame frame god damn it framed within the shadow framed within a shadow 
Um, <coughs> well, I mean, both are are fine movies to exist. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so, I'm so just not into yours, Keith, like at all. <laughs> like, I feel like it's like some kind of weird, like, wish, like male f- wish fulfillment. I feel like Mel Gibson made this movie. See, in that's like what 95. I was trying to avoid, honestly. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't. I knew when I wrote it that it was gonna sound like that, but I was actually trying to come from like, like a goddamn, trying to bring it from a place that's like genuine about it, and not trying right. to sound like some weird male fantasy, but like, right. But it's hard to make that come through, like in uh, especially with this how big it is. <laughs> Very exactly. hard to make it go through. Exactly. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm just like I was a little <laughs> offended. Honestly, I was like, <laughs> like I liked it more the first time you That's read it because you were laughing through the whole thing. So I, it was uh, hard to pick up everything. But then when you read it, it again, I was like, Ugh, no thanks. Damn it. So, um, so I'm sorry. I'm not gonna vote for yours. <laughs> But I loved uh, Byron. I, th- I thought yours was dope. I thought I like the uh, I like the Dark Knight stuff, and I, I like that it's kind of like a different take on Batman. But and it's like doesn't really have Batman in it, um, right. so it's kind of like Gotham in, in a lot of a way. In a lot of ways, like here's no, it the, does have Batman in it. Well, right, but it it, it feels like Batman isn't. Uh, he's not the main character. He's not, he's not no. a. He's not prominent. He's he's kind of the antagonist because he's the one being framed. You know, like he's not the. He's, he might be the hero of the city, but he's not the protagonist of the story. And I, right, I think yeah, that's right. really... Uh, I like it when films do that, where, like, the protagonist is the bad guy and the... the Like, it, the protagonist is the seedy person, but the antagonist is, like, the cop or something like that. I like, I like seeing that kind of uh, story. Um, so I'm going to go... I'm going to go for yours. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah, I, I was kind of going for, like, that sort of feel where it's, like, Obscura, she's the villain in a batman movie but in this movie she's the hero and batman is the villain you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah she uses the joker which is technically the villain but he's really not the joker he's just the image of the joker yeah exactly you know? yeah yeah but like also cool. i tried to play it's kind of it's kind of you know this is just for me but her name is obscura and it's like you know camera obscura and it plays with images and mm, nice you know, i had i couldn't help I couldn't help it. Dig it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> cool. it. that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So, um, Marvel, if you uh, want to buy this uh, DC, superhero, DC. Or DC, I mean, uh, or <laughs> fuck it. You uh, already screwed up. You already screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I just, just a couple mil. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. You can have all the rights you want after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, Byron. Um, I would have to go with Keith's. <laughs> Yes. No, because <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get that vibe, that Mel Gibson thing, when I heard it, even the second time. I, because I, I, I just know. I just knew. Like, I just knew where you'd be coming from with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, so yeah. It, it's it's weird because it, it would tonally, it would have to be so right that. I'm kind of curious, like, how that would be and how one would do it, if anything. You know? Like, it's funny, but really, how do you execute that? I definitely am, like, the, <laughs> you know it's hard. Mean? It's really, it's it doesn't come through right, but it's like, I would really push. <laughs> God damn it. I would really push, really push for, like, huh? a, like, 
the dude is genuinely trying to like use his newfound powers in a way that like actually brings like a genuine joy to people's life as stupid as that it's it's a stupid cliche and it's really stupid mindset that's like oh my you can solve all my problems with my penis or yeah yeah but i'm trying to like actually like no he's like you know trying to help people yeah bringing joy and stuff like that which makes i I guess I, i think that's where i'm like He's bringing people joy with his I penis. Know. That's it's, where I know I'm like, how it no, sounds. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. I know how that sounds. I mean, it's it's funny because like I wrote that script, The Last Gigolo, and it's like about that, about a guy who literally thinks he is sacrificing himself for the betterment of to fulfill these women and men because he he's like he goes and sees both. They, he makes them feel good, and he thinks he's like a Jesus-like figure because of it. And I right. find that. I find that sort of like sacrifice I, interesting, I, you know. So I kind of knew like, you were. It's so hard to I describe that in a way that it. doesn't sound right. like right. Well, it's just a dick. <laughs> like, yeah, right. of course yeah. it's gonna solve all the problems. I think. I, I think here's here's where maybe I don't understand the pitch or the film that that you're saying is I like I like that Byron what you what you just said because it is it's implying that that's what he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> learn that that's like that it's different than that yeah mine's like a dark satire it'd be a little different but by but yours keith it felt like he started with a micro penis and then he learns that (laughs) by having a larger penis he can satisfy people and it felt like this weird like oh he's learning like the wrong it felt like he was learning the wrong thing or something but that could be the point of the film that could be the point of the film though but that's what i'm trying to like starting him with a micro penis and having him come from this position of like being like kind of like embarrassed or like you know coming from the side of where he understands that there's a lot of issues on uh your like physical yeah prowess being in a position where he like i guess it is a little more like where he thinks he's he is spreading this sort of joy but it's also like he thinks he's doing something really good and then realizing that it's actually not all it's chalked up to be and then having the exaggeration of like the like okay now i'm like out here with this dick that is actually like unrealistically big and then trying to like you know i don't know maybe it just yeah maybe it wasn't well written in that way but (laughs) who knows that makes sense that makes sense (laughs) it's kind of like kind of like captain america sort of a thing like he starts out very small and then gets big or whatever (laughs) It's not all it's chalked up to be, but I don't know. I guess yeah. Well, the way <clears throat> the way you kind of say it, like maybe I did say it wrong, but it was it, it wasn't supposed it is, to be as like. It's interesting because you. It just depends on how you want it <laughs> phrased, or I don't. I don't know. It's like that's <laughs> terrible. God, God damn it, damn. dude! No, I mean it's interesting because like. Because like, there's a lot of discussion right about like women's bodies and stuff like that, right? It would be interesting to see it, <laughs> to, you know, on the other side. I think which no, I is think... which is kind of what, like I ha- I have a fascination. I don't have a fascination with penis, but I mean, in a weird way, I do. In the sense that, like, I wanted, like, with the last Jiglo to like to film like the dude as if I was filming a girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, <clears throat> but, like for this, like, you could do a similar thing, not technical wise but like the idea of like someone with a micro penis like how how like society right views like it basically says like if you have a micro penis you're not going to fulfill a woman so all the guys out there that have one feel 
like they're inadequate, you know. Um, so you could actually and actually the play real with that kind. You know what I mean? Right. Like I don't know how to. What, what to, really I was really coming from was, I think we're focusing on the penis, but what I was focusing on when I initially wrote it was that like his ability, his his superpower is that he's able to like and sweet talk and not, I I don't mean that in like a sense of like I can just get you to do whatever I want. It's yeah. like he's. He's got this ability to build like a genuine, yeah, yeah, and build a genuine connection, and then yeah. it just so happens that he's his penis is growing larger with while he does that, so he's like making that change, right? But then like he almost like can't stop giving the nicety, yeah, which is also causing a problem because it's like making his dick yeah. too big, and then when he's finally can like brought to like oh here's this person I truly love, yeah, now I like I want to use my powers to like kind of. Yeah, but now I can't because it's gonna like basically kill me. That's what I was really going for. Not you might, not, not like a whole like. You might have to change the title though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you have to change the title. It was supposed. To, well, my first title was superhero seducer, which is fucking a lot worse. So uh, that's what I was going like for. It wasn't supposed game. to be a. It sounds like one of those <laughs> dating. Uh, like here, here you go, kids. A, a dating advice for like twelve prepubescent boys. You know, it sounds like one of those video <laughs> games. There was sort of that, like, that's kind of what I was going for, but I can I can see the other side, too, where it's like, there's a, you could even have it make a comment on, like, he started with the micro penis, now he has a regular penis, and he thinks, oh, I have a big dick, now I'm right. going to be able to solve all the problems, but, but in it reality, does, it, it's actually, it might like, cause it more. it's causing more problems. Yeah, there's right, that route right. you can take. I was actually more focused on, like, the, the superpower being, like, this, this ability yeah. to just kind of, like... Oh, I don't. I can just make that genuine connection. That would that, you know no, I mean? that would be that would be actually very interesting. Yeah, and you yeah could that actually is interesting. Kind of make it more like her, you know, like yeah, that, in the uh, sense yeah. of like how AI is involved with that like connection. You know, I don't know how to explain it, but that could be that actually could be. It was supposed to that be. It was it was, fu- it was offbeat, and I was trying to make it like funny, but it was actually the the. Yeah, it wasn't supposed yeah. to be like a big focus on his dick. It's just like that's <laughs> yeah. a that's sort right. of like a well, literal kind of arc, I guess. I I think that is actually pretty interesting. I I when in your pitch when you said he spreads joy, I know I, what I assumed was he spreads joy <laughs> because he has such a big dick, and I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> but the way I worded it I was like, incorrect. Yeah. Right, but I like the fact that like, oh, he's like super charismatic and like spreads joy in like that kind of way. Like he's like a genuinely like a nice guy, and and if he keeps yeah. up this kind of nice guy thing, it's gonna kill him. I think that's an interesting. Um, that's more what I was supposed to. Yeah, what I was I think trying to go for. I think that's fascinating. <clears throat> but obviously, when you start to talk about the penis, it becomes a focal point. So it's well, like, it's well, interesting because like on a cultural level, it's kind of you know, it's a it's a, it, it's a issue. You know that's yeah. deserving of, yeah. a, of like a film topic. He really, you oh know for what sure, I mean? so, yeah, yeah, totally, totally agree with that. It because it, 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 it does impact so many people, and there's, I, I just, I feel like there's not it, a lot of appropriate outlets to talk about it because you can't really yeah. talk about it with other women because that'd be embarrassing, and you can't talk about it with other dudes because yeah, that would like, probably honestly, be even more embarrassing. Shit, I haven't even thought about that. It'd be like there's not really a place you. I mean, unless you go to like a micro penis convention or something like, or <clears throat> not convention, uh, like a group <laughs> yeah. or something. But yeah, I wonder. Well, this opens up a whole other world. It's funny how it is. Yeah, there's a lot of. I didn't expect there to be like a ton of discussion around it. So that's kind of funny, uh, well, maybe that means it's a really great idea. 
There's some. We're, we're talking about it so much. Like, I feel like maybe this is that there is something good here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's definitely because like ours a, we just forgot about, and we're just like, oh, whatever. And now we're just <laughs> talking about. Maybe we're also just into penises. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Maybe it's a little bit of both. It's a good idea, and we're into penises. Everything is fine. <laughs> well, I, it's so hard to. Cont- the thing I was about to say was another like pun, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> but I will cast my vote here. Um, and I was gonna go with Byron's as well. Nice. <clears throat> Even though I don't feel like either one of yours was really offbeat, like we said. Um, mm. huh. I pictured. I pictured offbeat being, you know they're able to control rocks or something like uh, something really like off you know what i mean like off oh, the beat like offbeat of, super powers well no not necessarily but like that's just what genre. i picture like offbeat superheroes oh. like I, I pictured something that's very like non-traditional when it comes to like the superheroes that's why i was like here's this ridiculous superpower that's like you know what i mean and he, and he kind of yeah i don't know he kind of becomes a superhero due to his charismatic nature or whatever but right. um yeah, but, uh, I mean, I thought about that because I was thinking about snow and shit. I'm like, well, that's all very similar. And I was like, well, what's one thing that you can, con- like, if someone can conjure, conjure like, John Travolta conjure. and Samuel, conjure someone like <laughs> John Travolta or Samuel Jackson from a poster or any image. I guess that's kind of offbeat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it would be, I guess they're the not really pick- alive. They're just images, but they're, like, projections in a way, but yet they're yeah. Doing things. That All is right. a bit offbeat as a superpower. Like, yeah. I guess I, I just picture it right. kind of yeah. different and like maybe maybe this offbeat to me is comedic. So that's how I interpret yeah. it. It's like what's it oh, kind of, I see. a com- what's something that's totally ridiculous that yeah. would be a superpower guess, that you could form yeah, a movie we around. We could do you know? one though with like ridiculous superhero you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that'd ridic- be kinda cool. That'd like cool. silly. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Like Hitchcock would be kind of like a, to me, I guess, more of an offbeat superhero because he's kind of like Drunk and slovenly, right? Okay, yeah, but, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know, but that's yeah. why I like I don't like to be super specific and yeah. keep it vague because it's interesting the way we each interpret it, right? Um, where like I felt like Jacob, yours fell sort of into a traditional like I pictured Watchmen. Well, it is it is kind of Watchmen esque, but I, th- I think it, nowadays Watchmen is kind of offbeat. Um, you know, there it's could not, be an argument for that. Yeah, it's not a typical superhero movie. It's definitely way different like it's tone but i i guess i was kind of thinking something kind of like uh kind of like old boy a little bit like mm. here's someone diving into this world but would it's be a world offbeat, it's yeah. a world that he knows yeah. you know what i mean yeah. but like that kind of tone like um y- you know that kind of like really hard kind of like unforgiven sort of a thing kind of like logan but um he has to like go hurt all of his friends have you did you guys ever play that game no more heroes you guys played that game no, it was on no the, but I've heard about it. It was on the Wii. Um, Travis Touchdown. He's, he's basically, he's this guy who sits in his, his apartment, watches pornography, and uh, he orders a lightsaber online. And it's in, like, a steampunk world. Oh, I have seen this game, yeah. And he basically, he goes around, and the whole premise of the game is that you have to go fight, like, ten bad guys for some reason. Like, I, I think assassins, because you want to be part of the Assassin's Guild. And in order to do it, yeah. you have to kill to get to the top. Kind of pictured it kind of like that. Like, he's just kind of That's picking off his friends, yeah. like, one by one. Um, I probably could have been more clear with that. But I that was kind of where I was thinking it would go. Um, and he just kind of, as an old guy, he'd be fighting all the young people, too. So there's a weird generational thing, which would be really interesting, I think. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I think there's a an argument for that. And I think taking a serious, 
you know lends to it is fair enough like yeah i think yeah i think no more heroes is could be an offbeat version of that um, speaking of movies that would be really cool no more heroes <clears throat> yeah i feel like edgar wright can do a fucking great ed uh no more heroes adaptation oh yeah he would be perfect definitely definitely um but yeah, no, that's just <clears throat> that's just the vibe I got. So I think between the two, yeah, I think Byron's is maybe just a little bit more offbeat. Um, and then obviously I went in a completely different direction, which is cool because I usually yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm not the one to usually go in this direction. So I'm glad. Yeah, it's cool that sometimes it. when it's just like, you know, you get those outliers. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just get a weird one out there. Yeah. But yeah, just to be clear, yeah, my my plot was not to be like, yeah, my dick solves all problems. That was not. What so I was if you have a micro penis out there, anyone. <clears throat> It's okay. Talk to Keith. <laughs> send, t- send us an email. Let us know. I have know. lots of experience to help you with that. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, if you have any questions or opinions, go ahead and send an email to btbfilmspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you like the show, please take some time to rate and review. Um, you know, it's just the rating is literally you just tap the stars, man. It's it's that simple, and it's right there at the bottom of the Apple Podcast. Just scroll down; it's right there. Super easy to do. Really appreciate it. Please helps 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 a lot. So, um, follow us on Letterboxd at Jacob Fultz, Byron Goet, G O U E T T E, and Hyperion Creator for me. Um, the next episode will be our guest episode um, with Cashern and Cutie Honey, um, and it's live action anime remakes. Is that yeah. What it, technically, okay. Um, chosen by the guests, um, who is a filmmaking friend. Um, so yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be a nice change of pace from everything else we've yeah, talked about different, more recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then pretty soon after that, Jacob's birthday. And then somewhere in there is uh, we're going to be talking about um, Lanthimos, Yorgos Lanthimos. Which yeah. Really cool. so. How's it going to feel turning 32? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I don't know. It, um, in, in four years, talk to me. <laughs> Five years? Four years. <laughs> Math is hard. Um, four years. <laughs> all right. Yeah, uh, so Byron takes the win this week, um, and uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.